This is a podcast from Rover. The Morning Rumble Catch-Up Podcast. He's hurt big shots, Mikhailovich. He's pouring big shots in and there's a right hand. Oh, big right hand, Mikhailovich. And down goes Davidson. That was enormous from Andre Mikhailovich. <laughs> Rogers oh. hammered. Yeah. <laughs> what a pleasure yeah, to have yeah. New Zealand boxer and Andre Mikhailovich. A very good morning to you, sir. How are you? Hello. I'm, I'm good, thank you. I'm really honoured to be here and I really appreciate you guys' time. It's always so lovely to say hello to new people in there. And, yes. And your voice is amazing, by the way. Well, oh, he's I mean, loving it. Likewise. Thank you for coming in. How's your hand after mm. shaking Mal's hand? Uh, uh, it's broken in two places. <laughs> uh, the took me a carpal was going to need it's West Auckland, mate. Sorry. Yeah. You've, you've, you've shaken all our hands and yeah. you're saying, Mel is just the strongest handshake, Andre. Yeah, I was just like, it just caught me off guard. <laughs> Generally, I got my hands up and I was ready, yeah, but for yeah. that, I was not prepared. Well, it's so. your first impression, isn't it? It's really And important. what are your first impressions of me? <laughs> yeah, solid, strong. Yeah, well, there we go. I don't think you take anything. I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's great you're in here. Um, of course, you're a boxer. Uh, this is why you're in here. And Fight for Life is coming up July 21st, and you are fighting in that, which is why we've got you in on the undercard there yeah. uh, but you've I know Bryce rose your attention sorry I'll start again Bryce got your attention uh, with me because he was saying there's this guy this, this guy that's just absolutely knocking people out in Australia yeah. and I've seen some footage of you yeah. and uh, you're you're a mean mofo yeah, well. <laughs> so I motherfucker am. you pussy <laughs> yeah I am mean and there's yeah. nothing wrong with being mean I think you can't be soft if you're a fighter. You have to be a mean, you know, the word yeah, you just said. Yeah. I've, I've been told not to swear by a lot no, of people. No, that's fine. Mm. But um, you have to be tough. And, like, I've been through so much stuff in my life, like bullied and stuff like that, and alcohol issues coming yeah. up and, like, chronic and all of that stuff. And, you know, I, I've had to grow up and, like, toughen up. I left school with, like, hardly an education like 16. And, you know, going into a work environment at 16, not being able to write properly, was pretty tough and coming from a Russian background it's in my blood so I've got that fire in me but you have to be mean if you want to be a fighter and you have to be extremely self-centered and you have to be arrogant and you know these are qualities that I wouldn't insist on my children but um uh, for me personally, like you have to. I think be a bit of a you're savage. such an interesting story, man. And even in like the literally the ten minutes mm. that I've known you personally, oh. like for lack of a better way of explaining it, I was saying to these guys, you've mm. just got that to me such clear tunnel vision of you knowing exactly what you want to do, want to achieve. Yeah. You're really well spoken, but for those who don't know much about you, mm. right? It's a yeah. super interesting story. So, yeah, can is. we wind it back yeah. just a bit to so people can get to know you before yeah. we celebrate and you know go on the journey with you as a rock audience, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we go right back. You, as you said, that you're from Russia. So, yes. what's mm. a what's like a a thirty second version of the sixty second version of how you got to where you are now? I was born in St. Petersburg, Russia in 1997. I had a good childhood. My parents did a good job. But when I hit like 11, 12, 13, I had like these feelings of being lost and upset and not knowing who I was and stuff like that. Stemming from my adoption. So I started turning to like alcohol and drugs and stuff like that at a real young age and had to go through like lots of counseling and all that kind of stuff. 
for my adoption and for drinking and stuff like that. Got into lots of fights at school because I always felt I was so silly, ugly and stupid and I got told that. And then I got into a fight with a bully in an alleyway one day who put a cigarette into my chest <gasps> right here. And then that stirred me into boxing because I wanted to bash him. I fell in love with boxing. I had a pretty average amateur career because I didn't have any faith in myself. Decided I was going to be Andre Mikhailovich, who I am today and uh, turned pro and you know I've just worked really hard I've got married I've had two kids I've become an engineer a fully qualified engineer as well along the way so I've done a fair bit and I got um, a beautiful wife I got married last year which I'm really proud of as well so it's been a pretty interesting um, journey but like I live this life you know like for me it's not interesting I'm in the I'm in the steak and potatoes I'm in like I'm do this every day this yeah. is my life and you know people like you say say it's interesting and stuff like that and for me it's just what I do bro but like I also I also believe that I made this for myself you know everything I wanted uh, came to me because I believed and I think there's a big difference between believing and knowing I just know what I'm made to do in this world Jeez, yes, how good is that? Have we ever yeah. had? I don't think so. Have no. we ever had a better answer no. to a question and a better introduction to any guest on the show? No. no you're 18 so. and 0. Mm. Your fights are super impressive to watch. Mm. I think I've found my new favourite fighter. <laughs> Mate. Or one of. And I mean that with great respect to everybody yeah. else. I just. Oh, well, I, I, think, lo I love your I, vibe, bro. Yeah. I, I think you should value me as your favourite fighter because the one thing I do more than anybody else is I bring value for money. So. Every time I fight, it's it's not a fight; it's a show. It's a spectacle. Yeah, like, you you have vicious out, intent. Well, I walk out to Sweet Caroline first and foremost. Yeah, when everybody's half cut, that's a that's a recipe for success, right? It there. is. Yeah. It is. Uh, yeah, Plus, a couple other things I do is I can talk pretty good. Yeah. When I'm not swearing, I'm actually quite a good talker, and it flows. It flows through me. It's I not can something. Tell. It's not something that I think about. It's not something. I mm. nothing I said is premeditated. It just flows through mm. me, mm. and I don't know where it comes from, but I know maybe it comes from deep within, but. You know, there's a lot that I do well, and I can punch like hell. I got the left hook from hell, and I got the Russian hammer. And at the moment, oh, it's, yes. it's yes, boy. Yeah, well, it's, at the moment, Mel yeah. shook it, so it's yeah, broken. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, she took on the Russian <laughs> hammer. Yeah. It's because men try and leave me too much. So I'm like gripping on for dear life. But this article I was reading about you, they yeah. say that you're an amazing finisher. So you get your opponent, hurt them, and you finish them off. Yeah. What's your secret? How could I finish these three off? Get rid of them, so I don't have to work with them anymore. Do you reckon uh, it's my grip? <laughs> I think if you you want the you want me to sugarcoat yeah. it or do you yeah. want me to real? No, no, man, be real. <laughs> be um, real. I come from like a deep. I have a lot of pain. Mm. <laughs> it sounds kind of shit to say that, but like I have heaps of like deep in here. I've got like, this cold burning fire. You know, I don't know. I'm. I have eight siblings that I know in Russia. I only know my twin, so Whoa. I don't know Whoa. anything about my family. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything about you know who I really am. So I had to invent myself, bro. Like I, I said once in an interview before a fight, I was born in a cave in Russia, and that's just a representation of like I almost think like I made myself. I am who I, ma I am who I am because I made myself. I don't. Mm. Nothing is like it's hard to explain, but you have to have something deep within you. Yeah. Like when I punch people, when I fight people, it's not a fight. I'm there to do like. The I'm, damage. Yeah, hurt people, bro. Yeah. Straight up. Because, like, when I hop in a ring, bro, I know it's him or me. And, like, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't losing. Like, you're going to have to kill me. Yeah, I've definitely now, got that feeling about these three. <laughs> you, were, you were put up for adoption. Yep. And you're 18 months old. You've yep. just got married. You've got kids as well. Yep. Like, how can you, how do you, you know, put that with what you were born into Russia, St. Petersburg in 1997, and what you are now, a 24-year-old, Andre Mikhailovich, can you see how hard it would have been for your parents? Can you do you question why they put you up for adoption when you've got children 
yourself? Mm. Yeah, big time. Yeah, I, of course. Like, like you know, I look at, I look at my, I look at Atoro, you know, my baby, and he cries when I leave the room. So yeah. I can just imagine what it was like. Yeah. For me to, um, yeah, yeah. Can we? Also, you don't have to uh, answer yeah, anything because, yeah. and also, we won't ever play anything that you don't want to play. Yeah, yeah. Just ask cool. these questions. Be real, bro. Yeah, yeah. 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 We just ask these questions it's when cool. you come in. And also, you've been, you know, super sorry, man. I mean, honest. no disrespect by no, that as it's well. Cool. No, it's a good question. Like, it's hard for me to. It's hard because I look at my beautiful boys mm. yeah. and I look yeah. at myself in them, and I I don't know the answers. And that part of me I don't want to know at the moment mm. because I yeah. used to fire deep within to like spur yeah. me on to be great, you know. Yeah. Like that pain I talk about is good. It's it's okay. Yeah. To but have, you built yourself like yeah. that's that's good. Yeah, but listen, hear me out. Like you, having pain within you is good because it gives you drive. Yeah. You know, drive is fantastic. You know, and I'm I wouldn't say. You know, my but we talk about being adopted in there, but one thing I want to make clear is the parents that raised me, Paula and Marcel Dreesen, yeah, their last name, did an amazing job raising me. Yeah, you know, they have. Circumstances, uh, twins, they got me and my brother from Russia. They went to the end of the world to come and get us, and they raised us to the best of, you know, abilities. And I, uh, I loved them so much for it. And, you know, they nurtured me and looked after me and stuff like that. And, yes, I've got my own demons in that, but one thing I will say is that I'm a father of two boys. And I'm proud to be a father of two beautiful boys. Yeah, and I'm gonna make sure that they know their roots and their history. Mm. And to be honest, right now there, there's a there's issues going on with Russia yeah. and the Ukraine. Yeah, and it's very it's a tricky subject talking about Russia. Yeah. Okay, but these are my people. Yeah, and Ukrainian people are my people. In mm. fact, you guys in this room are my people as well. I fight for everybody. It's tough because there's things that are happening that none of us really know why. We yeah. know we have our information, propaganda potentially here and there, but. If we can all just fight for like unity and love, it sounds <laughs> yeah. so like yeah. ridiculous. But if we can all just fight as a team together, regardless of what, what nation you're on, would be such a better place. And it's just such a shame. And to be honest, I I felt embarrassed to be called the Russian for a little bit. I yeah. even like that's who I am. I'm the Russian. I've been yeah, called yeah. the Russian yeah, for a yeah. long time, and I I really struggled to say I'm the Russian. But I I ride those colors till the day I die, mm. and there's nothing wrong with me being Russian. There's nothing wrong no. with me being no, that person. Not, no, it's not you, absolutely. You know, and I'm I don't represent Russia as no the parliament. I re- I represent my people, yeah. and my people were like anybody that wants to follow me and support me. Those are my people. So. Hey, can yeah. I uh, can I ask you? You're talking about your dad, right? And uh, I overheard half of the story because it was out there with our producer Ryan, but. Yeah. When the belt was grabbed, when you'd won the belt, oh, yeah. how did how did you describe the way he held the belt? Well, my dad, when I first started boxing, I don't think he was. My dad's an intensive kid paramedic on the um, oh, wow. Westpac chopper. Oh, wow, and amazing! Yeah, and he does a really good job, and he's really humble, and he's real hard working. He's one yeah. of my heroes. And um, when he grabbed my IBF Pan Pacific belt, which is a ranking in the top fifteen mm. in the world, and yeah. so is the WBO Global belt, which is coming in the mail. One thing I will tell amazing. you about these belts is they're extremely heavy. Like I had to carry it. I couldn't put it in my uh, suitcase because it's too heavy. I had to carry it through carry on, and my arm was dead, bro. Yeah. By the end of it, and I was just sick of carrying it. But when my dad grabbed it, he literally looked at this belt like it was like his like grandson. Like, <laughs> 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 Looking into its eyes, <laughs> it was beautiful. And he took it upstairs, put it in its case, took it upstairs because I don't have in my house. So my how my property is is we got two houses on my property. Yeah, me, and my wife, and my kids live up the front. My parents. Oh yeah, I rather live up the back of my sister. Yeah, but um, I have no boxing stuff in my house. It's yeah, just a right. rule. No boxing in my house because our, separate lives. Well, I have th- yeah, two se- three separate lives really. Yeah. I'm Andre Mikhailovich the fighter. I'm Andre the daddy and the uh, husband. 
yeah, and who's a great job as a husband. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then those, and then the 3FL, which is my uh, the Fighting Foot Flies, is the company I run, which I support and work with people that have had issues in their life that want to learn boxing and stuff like that. Because you know, the one thing I always say about the 3FL is I'm always trying to find the 15 year old version of myself, yeah. yeah, big time. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, if I can find a someone in their youth that's lost and a bit down and out, mm. if I can help them and inspire it, them. But I think what I'm doing now, I always wonder how I'm inspiring people but the amount of like love and res- like I don't like to say re- maybe respect as well that I get from people all over the world now that say oh your story is just mm, such an inspiration it is. It is. that's yeah. beautiful and then that is almost like well maybe just doing my fighting is enough because people uh, that's where I reach all the eyes but I love working on people love working with people one on one that's there's something yeah. real beautiful about the intimacy, not like, you know, anything, mm. but like just getting to know someone and starting to learn about someone and trying um, to be someone's friend, you know? Well, you're so in touch with yourself because you've had to be. Oh, like, and then so there's a lot of people listening who would be like, I just, I'm not sure what I am or who I am. Still figuring yeah. it out because you've had to. I had to. I, yeah. was, I had my back against the ropes, bro. When I was 16 and I left for work, bro. Man. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was tough, bro. Like I, mm. I, I was so, I didn't, do good at school I didn't yeah. even pass level one I don't think I can't spell properly I get given shit about my spelling because you were drinking at 11 yeah oh bro yeah I used to raid my parents alcohol cabinet and I just used to know it for fun I didn't realise but then yeah, I started to get course. down the steep dark road of like whenever I had the opportunity I used to my parents used to come home and I'd be passed out on the couch and they thought I was just sleeping little did they know that I was fucked oh sorry no, no you're, you're right, right. You're right. Um, we're recording it's good yeah. fucked off my face you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and um that was challenging but when I when I was a young adult, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, man, like it was a struggle because like I I can't I couldn't concentrate my work mm. like I my 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 brother has ADHD in there. I don't necessarily have ADHD, but I, if I don't enjoy something, I don't focus on it. And yeah. I had a real tough time with work. And even my last job, I finished up full time work in March this year because of COVID. I got we all like to be completely honest, we were broke a lot of the time. Yeah, because yeah. boxing always like substitutes a lot of my pain and stuff like that, and I couldn't fight for a while and it was a real like a lot of like rough weeks bro. Mm. and I remember before my last fight not my last fight the fight before that in my bank account with two kids at home with a wife at home waiting for me to get back I had $80 left you know how hard yeah. that and oh, I yeah. and I didn't have a job because I quit just to back myself and I was like I was That's looking at my brave, bank man. account bro and I was like I'm so screwed and I'd better start like and I was lucky because I was in Australia and I was fighting a few days later but I was so yeah. broke and like you know I don't like you know, I, I boxing pays me right now. It's good, but like, I don't have like hella, like real nice clothes. I don't have like r- real nice anything. I buy stuff for my kids and for my wife and that. I I do everything for them. You and then I mean? you were saying you've just you just fought. Then your wife had to have her wisdom teeth out. Ah, uh, yeah. So I got back. <laughs> I got really sick after my like my last fight. I came home and yeah. just run down. You know when you have a. You walk out in front of thousands of people and you knock someone spark out all the big... No, nah, we don't know. One thing I'll tell you, it's a pretty cool thing. I imagine it is. Yeah. I imagine it's it is. Top of the world. Yeah. The thing, it'd be the best. Now, the other thing that... I don't know if you... The other thing that comes with it is like for three days you're the like you're the shit. Yeah. And then after that, like you know, like people forget about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when I get home, I'm the man, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, everybody loves me. Yeah. And then yeah. and then after a few days, bro, it's just like you haven't done the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I got I I got home from um Australia and. Uh, I was it was good, but uh, my wife was like, "Oh, my jaw's really sore and stuff like that." And I was like, "Oh, that's not good." And then she goes to the, uh, I think it was like the dentist, and they're like, "Oh, 
blah 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 she comes home and her face was all swollen I was like well what happened and they're like they, put, they pulled my wind in teeth out <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh, no. uh, and I was like shaking because I had a fever and I was like <laughs> I was like I don't know how I'm going to cope these next three days but like to be honest like I got my, my parents helped out a lot and I was parenting from the couch like trying to <laughs> Trying to tell her one and a half year old, don't harass the dog, you're gonna get hurt because I couldn't move. And it was alright, we survived. Bro. Oh man, yeah. you gotta be tough. Well, now. Bryce was pooed and spewed on just a couple of yeah. days ago. Yeah, so I'm, I'm running a hectic. Yeah. And they, they weren't even the children, <laughs> man. They were, they were these guys. Hey, um, I, I want to ask you. I'm wearing an Israel Adesanya shirt, right? Um, UFC middleweight champ. Um, yep. And he was in the other day, and he was awesome. He was talking about you know what it's like to be champ, and everyone's coming for you. Yeah. You see me wearing a shirt like this the other day I was wearing a David Tua shirt yeah. you know like you people are going to wear your mm. shirts mm. real soon yeah. you know like that's going to happen do you manifest do you visualize yeah. being the champ and who is a couple of your favorite yeah. fighters uh, do you I manifest and do I visualize it so I think with me it's a knowing there's a deep knowing within yep. me that like I'm meant to do great things with my life but oh, big time like it's just it's just knowing Yep. I think believing is one thing but knowing is a completely other thing like every time I fight I know this is what I'm meant to do and I'll tell you what um, when I when I quit my job and I handed my resignation it felt like the my my chains came off and I was like finally I'm on the right path this is what I was always meant to do is just be a fighter and that but the, just the knowing of like that you're Andrew Mikhailovich and you are special you know you are meant to be doing this is really important so yeah manifestation and I'm always in my head reciting stuff to myself like you're the best you're beautiful you know you're handsome you're smart you're a good talker you're a great fighter you know boxing better than anybody else and always telling myself that and you're always re reinforcing when I was 15 and I learned about Muhammad Ali and he used to always say oh, I'm so beautiful I'm yeah. the greatest I'm pretty I used, I used to always feel like I was ugly straight up I used to get walking pimple right. I got called that and all that kind of stuff I was so ugly and then I seen Muhammad Ali do a stuff and I used to tell myself you're so beautiful and you're so smart and out of nowhere people started saying no you're all handsome and then I was like okay so this works and in that regard and then I just started believing it with my fighting and believing that you know I'm the Russian and so there, there's a massive part of manifestation I think in my life um, in terms of favorite fighters, like I'm my own favorite fighter, to be completely what honest. Great answer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what else do you want from a fighter? I'm a, I can knock people out. I can box extremely well. I can fight on the inside. I can fight on the outside. Um, I can maneuver and manipulate that ring to make it my bitch, so to speak. And like, I, I understand boxing better than most. Like, I understand it. I, I for some reason, it's just, I, I just get it. I just yeah. get everything and I can watch something and I can see what's happening and I can figure stuff out quickly. It may take me like a round or two or if I'm watching one of my friends spy, it may take me a little bit but you know I feel like value for money like well the way I'm going and the way I'm heading and the way I genuinely care about people and I genuinely want people to like uplift themselves and bring themselves up you know like if people I, I kind of wish people could like live inside my brain and just see like how I am and who I am and stuff like that. And I think the world would be a better place because like if you just live your life with love and with like strength and you know just wanting better for yourself and better for your people and stuff like that, it's it's really important. And when I say my people, it doesn't mean like I got a whole community that stands behind me. It's just like my people because just like could be anyone like you know people that you know want to support me. That's whoever's beautiful. with you, whoever's with me, you know. And even if you're not with me, like you know. You know, you're still paying to watch me. <laughs> Everyone except Roger yeah. never pays to watch anyone. Yeah. But he might, he might, you might be his yeah. first one he pays to watch. You've been so inspiring. You have been. Uh, and oh, uh, we're going to have to get you in again, Andre mm. McCallavich.
All what the best, God. mate. Thank you, mate. Thank Every you time so you win, come in. Burger mm. King Fight for Life, uh, July 21st. Thanks for your honesty. Yeah, yeah. man. It's in such an early time. We really appreciate yeah. it. It's oh, yeah. um, it's really cool to have you uh, as, as a new friend of the show, mate. And I think wish I, you nothing but the best. I, to be honest, I'll say you guys something. I think if you live your life, if you live, if you live honest and you be honest, you got mm. what's what can happen. Like mm. I may something say something you guys may not like, but if, as long as I'm honest and I believe in myself, people will see that. If I came in here and I was talking shit, and people can see bullshit, yeah, you know, if you're not genuine, people can see right through you. So if I stay genuine, and I am genuine, I feel like I'm yeah. a real, oh guy, yeah, a genuine guy, and all that. But people see that, people respect that more than someone than that to talk shit and stuff like that. When I first turned pro, I wanted to be like Conor McGregor, but then I got really turned off by it, and I found that if I just be me and I just mm. represent myself and who I really am, people may love me, people may hate me, and I think people are starting to understand that I'm more than just a fighter, you know. Um, Totally, I'm, I'm, I'm special. You can't yeah. not respect somebody who doesn't believe in themselves like you, man. Oh, and Miles has yeah. some special advice for you too. Oh yeah, any yeah. tips? Keep your left up, bro. <laughs> no, you're right. No. <laughs> Told you. No, these guys don't. These yeah, guys don't believe me. He tells everyone. Every fight that everyone. comes in, keep yeah. your left up. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, well, the left, the right hand's so easy to stay here, but the left hand you can get lazy. Yeah. It gets lazy. Yeah. It, do, it does. It just yeah. does get lazy because you get overuse syndrome, bro. When yeah. you're jabbing all the time, jabbing, you're jabbing, you're jabbing, your arm starts going to hurt. So you got it. I, I always try to stand like right hand in front of my face, left hand out, and there's a reason. So if, put your hand up, just just right like that. It's fine. Yeah. So if I throw a punch from here, it's one, two. If I throw a punch from here, it's one. So always have your hand up and just snap yeah. it up. That's what you got to do. Okay, you got that? Yeah, I don't want to do any more punching. <laughs> with him. Thanks, you, buddy. Andre. Thank you have so a great much. day. That was the Morning Rumble Catch Up Podcast. Catch them weekday mornings from six.